Matthew 6.33 But seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. Thank you for listening and being a part of Seeking the Kingdom podcast. This is where we discuss biblical topics. God willing, we plan to have a new episode for you every Saturday morning. We pray that by listening to these podcast teachings, your faith would increase and that we would grow together as one in the body of Christ. God bless. Praise the Lord and praise God. We want to thank you for listening to the first episode of 2024. For the glory of God, this is episode 118, and we are going to discuss the belt of truth. Before we go into uh, the word of God, we want to pray. Heavenly Father, we give you glory, honor, and praise. We worship you. We praise you. We thank you for who you are, the King of kings and the Lord of lords. You are truth, Lord. So, Jesus, we ask that you would take over. Holy Spirit of God, open our ears, our eyes to your word. I pray that your word would speak to our hearts, Lord, that it would fall on good soil, that it would change us for your glory, honor, and praise. Jesus, we want to know you more and more, and we thank you for your word tonight, Father God. I pray that you would anoint Joshua, that you would anoint me, that you would anoint Whitey for your glory, honor, and praise. Anoint the listener as well, Lord, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen and amen. With that said, Joshua, the mic is all yours. God bless you, gentlemen. Happy New Year to all who was listening. Um, I want to give God glory and uh, honor and praise and uh, just thank him for the opportunity uh, being able to share uh, this message. Uh, this is something that's been on our heart to do for a while now, and I, I thank God because it came to pass. We're, we're now talking about the armor of God. Uh, this is our second episode in the series, uh, but it's our first piece. So if it's, your, if it's the first time that you're listening, um, you know, last week we just did an introduction to the armor of God, and this week we're talking about our first piece, which is the belt of truth. Uh, and gentlemen, I, my personal opinion, uh, not because I'm biased because I got it, but I think this is one of the, the, the most vital piece in the armor. And, you know, I, you know, a lot of people might be thinking, oh, the breastplate or the, the, the shield or the sword. And yes, they're all important. They're all equally important, but without truth, you have nothing. You know, this is something that we learned and uh, at our Bible studies uh, a few months ago back with Pastor Ronnie, that the belt of truth is uh, is something that holds everything together. If you don't have truth, you don't have the rest of the pieces. So I wanted to read um, Ephesians 6.10, and we're going to be reading this. I believe it's out of the New King James Version. I don't have the, the version uh, in text, but I, I believe it's the New King James Version. And here's what it says. Finally... My brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God. I want to stop there. We need the whole armor. Don't think that you can do it with just one piece. Don't think just because you have the truth, you don't need the helmet. Don't think because you have the helmet, you don't need the sword. Don't think because you have the sword, you don't need the shield. You need the whole armor of God. And I believe that's very important to understand right off the bat. Why? Because Paul mentions it a few times in this in this chapter. Let's take it again from the top. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the uh, power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand firm against the wiles of the devil. 
other versions that we're more familiar with, which is the NLT and the, the ESV, uh, say strategies or schemes of the devil. Uh, but that word, guys, uh, Jerry, that word while, it stood out to me. I wanted to, you know, see what it meant. So I looked it up in, in the Greek and uh, the word uh, is uh, methodia, and that's uh, G3180. And look what it means. And we talked about this briefly last week, but look what it means. Uh, again, the word is methodia, and we're looking up the word wiles. It means cunning arts. It means deceit. It means craft. And here's uh, my favorite one, trickery. Uh, you know, if you don't, if you don't know truth, these are the, the, the wiles of the devil. These are his schemes. These are his attacks to trick you. And if you don't know truth, you're going to believe the lie. And, you know, it's, you know, that's, that's the, that's the whole thing. That's why we're talking about the belt of truth tonight to that God would, uh, equip us with truth in Jesus name. So let's continue verse 12. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God. He says it again. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day. Having done all to stand, Stand, therefore, having girded your waist with truth. I want to stop there. Uh, girded. That's a word that we are uh, familiar with, gentlemen, because uh, we, we learned this at our Bible studies. And as we mentioned in the introduction, you know, we're going to be going over some of our notes that we, we took at the Bible study for the glory of God. And we want to share them with the people. Girded. What's that word mean? The word girded, if we look it up in the, the Webster Dictionary, it says to prepare oneself for action. And uh, that brought a scripture to my remembrance. Whitey, can you go to Luke 12.35 in the ESV version, please? Amen. Stay dressed for action and keep your lamps burning. Amen. So when you know the truth... You're dressed. You're ready for action. You're aware of your surroundings. You're prepared for battle. You know, there's a scripture in 1 Peter that says, The devil prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. Be of sober mind. You know, when we know the truth, we're of sober mind. We're ready for action. Our, our lamps are burning. We're, we're, we're not going to get blindsided. There's a a divano in, in, in sports and football, a blindside. We don't want to get blindsided. So we have to be prepared. And how do we be prepared? By always knowing the truth, by preparing ourselves in truth. And the second one was, uh, again, we're talking about the word girded. It says, to encircle or bind with a flexible band such as a belt. So what does this mean? The word of God is using this word, girded your, gird yourself with truth, to encircle yourself with truth, surround yourself with truth. And how do we surround ourselves with truth? We're going to get to that a little bit later, but it's saying to surround yourself with truth. Look what the, the next point is in the, in the dictionary. To make something such as clothing 
or a sword fast or secure again that's going to our point earlier when you have the belt of truth all the armor pieces are more secure you know the the, the breastplate could be a little bit wobbly and it is the sword of the spirit could be a little bit loose on your on your hip the shoes could be not fitting properly but when you have uh the belt of truth secure to your waist it secures all the other pieces and you're ready for battle so let's uh let's move forward uh by encircling ourselves with truth we are made secure the whole armor of god is tight and fit look at this what i wrote down there's no rooms for schemes trickery cunning arts deceitfulness there's no room for lies so when we have the belt of truth encircled around our waist there's no room for lies we're not going to believe that that lie uh so what is truth that's a question i had what is truth christopher listen to this uh there's a commentary i read last night by a guy Joe. his name is john corsons and listen to what this says truth comes in a three volume set the first volume is the scriptures a book you can learn from the second volume is the son a person you can love the third is the holy spirit a power to live by if you are learning from the scriptures loving the son and living in the spirit you will be walking in truth wow great uh, counter amen uh and i just wanted to you know you know back that up with scripture so we're going to be going to john 17 17. and look what it says sanctify them in the truth your word is truth and look what it says in john 1 1 in the beginning was the word and the word was with god and the word was god he was in the beginning with god all things were made through him and without him was not anything made that was made in him was life and the life was the light of men the light shines in darkness and the darkness has not overcome it and look what it says in uh john 14 6 why do you have that right amen john 14 6 jesus said to him i am the way and the truth and the life amen Another scripture we wanted to read is 1 John 5, 6 through 7. And look what it says. And Christopher, this is a, a beautiful scripture. Uh, pay attention to this. This is he who came by water and blood, Jesus Christ, not only by water, but by water and blood. And it is the Spirit who bears witness, because the Spirit is truth. For there are three that bear witness in heaven the Father, the Word, and the Holy Spirit. And these three are one. Amen. So we establish that God's Word is truth. There's no questioning that. Just by reading the Scriptures, why do we establish that God's Word is truth? We establish Amen. that Jesus is the Word of God, so He's truth. Amen? Amen. And we establish that the spirit of god is truth because he is a witness to everything and is one with the father and the son amen amen okay 
So now that we established all of this, I want to get to something that's, you know, a beautiful chapter in the Bible. And I heard uh, David Guzek share on this a while ago back. This is the longest prayer recorded in the Bible by Jesus. And um, it, it's such a beautiful uh, prayer uh, that Jesus prays. First of all, in, in the first uh, half of the scripture, he's um, praying for himself. And this is right before he goes to the cross. I don't know if it's a week. I don't know if it's days. I don't know if it's hours. But this is right before the cross. First, he's praying for himself uh, from chapter, uh, oh, from verse 1, I believe, to 6. And from 6 to 19, he's praying for his disciples, which is us. And from uh, 19 on, he's praying for the, uh, the believers who are going to believe more down the road. And I wanted to read the, 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 the part from 6 to 19. And look what it says. And let's all pay attention to this. This is our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ praying for his disciples. Verse 6. I have manifested your name to the men whom you have given me out of the world. They were yours. You gave them to me. And they have kept your word. Now they have known that all things which you have given me are from you. For I have given to them the words which you have given me. And they have received them and have known surely that I come forth from you. And they have believed that you sent me. I pray for them. I do not pray for the world, but for those whom you have given me, for they are yours. And all mine are yours, and yours are mine, and I'm glorified in them. Now I am no longer in the world, but these are in the world, and I come to you. Holy Father, keep through your name those whom you have given me, that they may be one as we are one. What a beautiful prayer. While I was with them in the world, I kept them in your name. Those who you have given me, I have kept, and none of them is lost except the son of perdition, that the scriptures might be f fulfilled. Talking about uh, Judas Iscariot. But now I come to you, and these things I speak in the world, that they may have my joy fulfilled in themselves. I have given them your word, and the world has hated them because they are not of the world, just as I'm not of the world. I do not pray that you should take them out of the world, but that you should keep them from the evil one. I want to read that again because I want people to get that. I do not pray that you should take them out of the world, but that you should keep them from the evil one. They are not of the world, just as I'm not of the world. And here we go. Sanctify them by your truth. Your word is truth. As you sent me into the world, I has also sent them into the world. I want to read that again. I want people to catch that. As you sent me into the world, I also have sent them into the world. And for their sakes, I sanctify myself that they also 
may be sanctified by the truth. Amen. So, your word is truth. That's what Jesus says in uh, verse 17. Uh, and in this prayer, from verse 6 to 17, uh, he's praying that we would not be a part of the world. Why? Because the world is evil. We can read that in 1 John 5.19. It's full of lies, and there's no truth in it. In verse 15, he says, I do not pray that you should take them out of the world, but that you should keep them from the evil one. So, when we don't encircle ourselves with truth, Christopher, the world tells us lies like, you can do it. But the word of God clearly says in Philippians 4.13. Can you read that, Christopher? Absolutely. Philippians 4.13. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Amen. That's the truth. That's the word of God. When we encircle ourselves with the truth, when we encircle ourselves with the word of God, the world can't trick us anymore. It, sometimes the world tells us lies like, you can't manage and God will never provide for you. But the truth says in Philippians 4.19, Christopher, can you read that? And my God shall supply all your need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Amen. See, the scriptures like this, and uh, we use the word coffee mug scriptures, but the truth is, that's the truth. That's the truth. And when you encircle yourself with truth like this, that my God shall supply all my needs, you'll know that everything's going to be okay. You're going to make it. You'll get through another day in Jesus' name. The world tells us lies, Whitey, like this. You're alone, and you'll always be alone. But look what the truth says in Psalms 27.10. For my father and mother have forsaken me, but the Lord will take me in. That's the truth. The Lord will never leave you. He'll never forsake you. Your father and mother may forsake you, but the Lord will take you in. That's what it says in Psalms 27.10. The truth, the word of God sanctifies us. It sets us apart from this world. Peter says something in 1 Peter 2.9. We need to be set apart from this world. And that's what truth does. It sets us apart from the world. And I want to read this. 1 Peter 2.9. But you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for his own possession, that you may proclaim the excellencies of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. That's what truth does. It sets us apart from the whole the world. It sets us apart that we're that holy nation. It sets us apart that we're no longer in darkness, but in his marvelous light. That's what truth is made to do. So when we're in truth, we're set apart from the darkness and we're established in his marvelous light. Man. Verse 18 uh, through 19 in that chapter chapter 17 jesus is praying that the truth the word of god sets us apart for 
service unto God. Let's read that again, just in case anybody forgot. Uh, verse 18. As you sent me into this world, I also have sent them into the world. Jesus was sent in this world to, to serve God, to, to, to fulfill a purpose, to die on the cross. And Jesus is saying, I also have sent them into this world. Christopher, Jesus is saying here that he sent us into the world to be a service unto him. And look what it says. For their sakes, I sanctify myself that they also be sanctified by truth. So Jesus is saying here that he's setting us apart that we may be go out there and fulfill this, that Jesus is setting us apart to be a service unto him. Amen. But the person that's listening right now may be saying to themselves, I'm not a pastor. I'm not a deacon. I'm not an elder. I'm, I don't serve in the church. Just because you don't serve in the church doesn't mean you don't serve God. You was called to serve him by showing the love of Christ. And here's a scripture that we're going to end with. 1 John 3.16 We know what real love is because Jesus gave up his life for us. So we also ought to give up our lives for our brothers and sisters. If someone has enough money to live well and sees a brother or sister in need but shows no compassion, how can God's love be in that person? Dear children, let's not merely say that we love each other. Let us show the truth by our actions. I want to read that again. Let us show the truth by our actions. Our actions will show that we belong to the truth. So we will be confident when we stand before God. So let's encircle ourselves with the belt of truth and be prepared for battle. Amen. I want to open up the mic um, for uh, the boys. I want to see what they what they thought about this. Uh, Whitey, what do you have to say about this? Amen. Uh, this, I got to say, I think this is a, a wonderful way to start off because uh, it, like we said in the beginning, it, it ties everything together. This is the power behind each piece of the armor. If you do, I just want to explore that for one second. The sword is the word. The power of the word is the fact that it's so true. The, the, the shield is the faith. The, 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 the fact that your faith is true is so powerful that now, now these things, these uh, attributes, the, the, having the word in your life, having faith in your life, they become necessity. This is something to be sought, something to be realized. This, these things are the truth, righteousness, salvation, the word of God, faith. These things are the truth. And that is what a Christian seeks above all. A Christian puts the truth first and seeks that first. And that's taking a stand against the world. Amen. I don't think it's it, a coincidence, Whitey, that 
uh, truth is the first piece. I think, you know, Paul knew exactly what he was writing by the Holy Spirit, by the power of the Holy Spirit, that truth is the first piece mentioned here. Because I believe, like I said earlier in the program, I believe it's one of the most vital pieces because if you don't have truth, if you don't encircle yourself, your waist with truth, then all the other pieces don't really matter because you don't know you don't know about them. Christopher, uh, what do you think about this? Joshua, just to what Whitey was saying, uh, what an um, uh, amazing way to start off the year with the first one being truth. If there's anything we need more now than ever, it's God's truth in this world. Everything in this world is un uncertain. There's nothing that's for sure, right? Amen. But God's word is truth, right? Amen. So why does Paul, through the power of the Holy Spirit, uh, picture this belt? Joshua, I can't just tell you, hey, I'm wearing a belt. Mm. I would have to actually put on a belt, right? Amen. So this is what the Bible says in John 8, 32. And you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free amen the truth is available the truth has always been available it's jesus christ but i have to have that truth and to know that truth to be set free amen that's what's that's what's liberating that's what uh, jesus sets us free from the unbelief the devil uh, uh, uh the the bible says in ephesians that we were children of disobedience. We were we were goners, basically. Yep. But the truth is, Christ loved, Christ loved us so much that he died for us and set us free. Amen. Now, in that freedom, that beautiful freedom, I can think to myself, well, yeah, salvation is there, but what about my daily problems? But knowing the truth shall set us free from anxiety, yeah. from worry, from fear, from doubt. How is my rent going to be paid? How is it that knowing Jesus Christ gives us that assurance that I have all that I need in Jesus Christ? Amen. And this is something that uh, I wanted to mention, and and that's great. It, it, you know, the truth uh, sets us apart from the world. Uh, that you know we're not uh, afraid or uh, anxious anymore. We know that things are going to get done because we serve the God of Truth. Amen. But by knowing the truth. We're not going to be deceived by, uh, you know, false doctrine. We're not going right. to we're, we're not going to be deceived by, you know, uh, you know, uh, people taking the word of God and twisting it into what they imagine and, and, and tickling our ears with it to make us feel good. Right. It's not uh, the clothing of God. It's the armor of God. It's 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 meant to give you a picture of, OK, you're gearing up for war here. Amen. There is going to be attacks. There is going to be, and these are your weapons. This right. is how you fight. This is how you take your stand against the world again. Because the world, like Joshua has been saying, the world's weapon is deceit and lies. And uh, uh, God's not real. And God is uh, not going to help. And God's not good. And look in the, if you look hard enough in the Bible, you'll see all that's wrong with God. That's these are the lies and you've got to be prepared with the truth you can't stand on the lies they will make you fall they they, they don't hold up what holds up is the belt of truth well uh i might step on somebody's toes here but i feel that the, the spirit's leading me to say this 
uh, a deceitful lie that's going around right now is, you know, we can live like hell and make heaven. That's not true. That's absolutely not true. If we are in the truth, if we are in Christ, we know that we need to set ourselves apart from this world. We, we should no longer transform into the patterns of this world, but renew our mind. And that's proper worship. And that's how we know that we're in the truth. When we change our lives and repent and live a better life for him, we should no, wanna, no longer live in sin. The Bible clearly says that we're dead to sin. We're no longer slaves to sin anymore. That's the truth. That's the truth. We should no longer want to sin. Yes, we all fall short. We're all going to sin. And thank Jesus, thank the Lord, thank God the Father for his grace and mercy. But our minds, our hearts shouldn't want to continuously sin. We should want to be in that truth and want to uh, please God and be obedient to him as much as we can for his glory. Well, uh, that being said, uh, that's all we have for you tonight. Next week, our brother Whitey is going to be sharing on uh, the breastplate of righteousness. And uh, we uh, can't wait for that one, Whitey. And uh, like we do every week, we wanted to close in prayer. And uh, we want to pray that God would reveal through his word the truth. That we would grow to maturity. Uh, Ephesians 4 talks about it, Christopher. That we would no longer be children uh, blown and tossed by the wind. Uh, but that we would grow in maturity and how we do that is by knowing the truth of God uh, so we want to we want to pray for that we want to pray for all the, the the couples on the Hannah's list the autism list people who are uh, Nasfare people who lost loved ones uh, people who are um, uh, praying for their family or their loved ones to, to come home from, uh, from uh, jail that God would give them favor uh, so let's put all these prayers before the Lord Heavenly Father we acknowledge God once on. You are our King. You are our Lord. You are the truth. And we thank you, Lord, for your word, your Son, who is the truth. And we thank you, Lord, for your Spirit, Father God, who was witness to all these things. And Devla, He's one with you and the Son, and He is truth. And we thank you, Lord, Devla, because you've given us, Devla, the, the ability, Devla, through the power of your Holy Spirit, to read your word and to understand the truth. I pray, Father God, that those who are listening, including myself, that as we read your word, Father God, that we would encircle ourselves with your truth, that the truth will set us free in Jesus' name. I pray, Father God, that you, Father God, would bless those devil, who are hearing your word. Let the seed fall on good soil tonight, that we may grow to maturity in you. I pray, devil, for those devil, who lost loved ones. Devil. I pray, Father God, for those devil, who are waiting for test results to come back, Lord Jesus. Heal them. Make every test results come back, Devla, better than expected. I pray for those, Devla, who are praying for families, that you bless them, Devla, with their heart desires, Lord Jesus. I pray, Father God, those, Devla, who are expecting, Devla, a miracle, Father God, that they would receive, Devla, what they ask for, Father God. Devla, Sari Manus, Devla, they're praying, Devla, for their sons and their daughters, Devla, to speak. Devla, I pray that you loosen their tongue. Devla, I pray that autism, Devla, speech delay devla i pray that it would be gone father god in jesus name devla i pray devla that you use the doctors the schools father god whatever it may be use it devla for your glory 
I pray, Devla, for those, Devla, who are sick, Devla, with cancer, diabetes, heart trouble, Devla, kidney problems. So, God, I pray that you heal them from the top of their head to the soles of their feet. I pray, Devla, for those, Devla, who are Panda Day, Devla, Nogobia, that you set the captive free, Father God. Give them favor, Devla, Legajensa, Devla. Give them favor, Father God, with lawyers, Devla, with judges, Devla. Give them favor, Father God, in a good name, Devla, that they may be released from prison, Devla, in Jesus' name. Devla, we thank you, Lord, Devla, Mayak Dakta, Devla, because you hear us, Devla. And we thank you, Lord, Devla, because you have given us your son, which is truth. Akana, Devla, I pray that your truth, Devla, your truth, Devla, would be, Devla, uh, heard by our ears, Devla. That your truth, Father God, would be, Devla, stored in our heart. That your truth, Father God, would be visible, Devla, spiritually, Devla, to our eyes, Devla. That we would no longer live a life of lies, Devla, but that we would live in the truth. Start with me. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Praise the Lord and praise God. Thank you for listening to this episode of Seeking the Kingdom. God willing, we plan to have a new episode for you every Friday and every Saturday morning. Please continue to be a part of what God is doing at Kingdom of God Ministry in Miami, Florida. We kindly ask that you share this episode subscribe and follow us. It would help the show to reach other people that we may further the kingdom of God. We also ask that you keep us at the church in your daily prayers. God bless.